This is the Visual Developers Podcast with your hosts, Lacey Kessler, Matt Varghese, and Ben Parker. Interviews, no-code reviews, tutorials, and more, we're here to talk about all things no-code. Hey everybody, you've been here with Visual Dev FM. We're back for another episode. Sort of. I'm joined by one of my co-hosts, Lacey. Hey yo. And uh excited for this uh this episode. <laughs> I'm laughing We're, because I did hey yo, that's what Matt does. And I'm like, I don't know why. I just had to do it. You're channeling channeling your inner Matt. Channeling my inner Maddie B. You know what? This just goes with it goes with the territory of how chaotic this week has been. Lacey and I were literally just laughing at this. So the intention was for this episode to be an interview with Hunt Gather, the agency, the unagency, actually, uh, out of out of Austin, Texas. Um, and we were going to have them talk about uh, some of their awesome work and Burger Queen. And it literally, our week just fell apart right before our eyes. <laughs> and then uh, Matt can't be here. We were trying to schedule these interviews. We've been doing this for uh, a long time now. Over a year, um, yeah. Have, we've never had a week like this. No, <laughs> no, it was like, if you could see our Slack right now, it is like meeting like, wait a minute, I have this on my calendar. What, you know, what is this interview scheduled? And then everybody else is like, I don't know. And then we're getting calendar invites. We had people moved all, I mean, it was just a scheduling nightmare from hell for all of us. And now all we can do is just like laugh and throw our hands up and be like, we're human. We're trying. Like it was, it was tough. So I'm, I am renewing my dedication to try to hire a set of virtual assistant to help with the scheduling so we can yes. get these done. So, but upcoming hunt gather, we're rescheduling with them. Um, I talked to Chris Spaggs actually today, uh, and he's going to be coming on soon. Uh, we've talked to Tom Osmond about coming on. Um, I feel like I'm missing people. Mark, not Mike. Mark and Mike. Mark, no, 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 Mark, Mark and Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we're going to do an episode on Builder. Want to get Mark on with us, um, and then Mike from Minimum Studio uh, is going to join us. So great lineup of people coming up. So hang on. But because we're completely incompetent this week, you're just getting the roundup. That's it. Um, and if you want to blame anybody, it is my fault. Uh, Stop so, it. Let's blame Matt. What, He's not here. <laughs> what, yeah, Matt's not here to defend himself. So what Matt did was <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Matt I'm joking. Batty B. All right, so let's 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 roll. Let's roll into the uh, the no code roundup. First, let's start with Webflow. Webflow is featured in the new Google UX Design Certificate course, and this is so cool because Google has these courses. They're called Career Certificates, and you can you can go get training in different things. And Webflow is actually featured there. So, if you want to jump into one of those courses, like. You can also use Webflow, so it's a win-win. Webflow also released this really awesome blog post about women designers in history, which is great. It was written by uh, one of our teammates on on the design team, um, and it's just if you 
in fact, you probably hear my mouse wheel scrolling through this. There's so many, so many great designers mentioned here. Um, and I want to give credit uh, to, uh, to Pear from the Webflow team for writing this article and covering all this. This is really awesome. So, um, you know, definitely jump in and have a, a look at this blog post. Link in the show notes if you want to go check that out. Parabola. Parabola announced a native Airtable integration, which I think this is something people have wanted for a long time to be able to take data and have a native integration where you could send this to Airtable, which is really cool. Um, have you got a chance to try it yet, Lacey? I haven't yet. I haven't. No, but um, I do remember when I was playing around with Parabola, I wanted something a little bit more seamless um, with Airtable because I use it so much. So I'm so happy with them though. Yes, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about this. Um, this is also something I've wanted for a while. So super excited to have this functionality. Uh, but Parabola also dropped some new pricing. And I have to admit... I was not very excited about it. Um, I, I think we need to like, let's let's chill the roundup here for a second. And I want to stop and talk about it because you, like you said, you weren't happy about it. I saw quite a few comments in different groups that I'm in. So I want to hear your perspective on their new pricing because it's, it's different. I mean, it's definitely it's different than what they had before and some other tools. So what... What do you think? Well, so if you look at it, if you were paying before on, on your plans um, to first, the first paid tier that's available to you is $80 a month. Like that's the entry point, $80 a month, which feels really steep to, to me. You know, I think part of being in the no-code community is, is or being a no-coder is you stitch all, like right now life is stitching tools together. So you have a lot of tools you use and $80 as a starting point uh, feels like a stretch. Plus, some of those features that you really wanted, like scheduled flows, um, like, you know, for $80 a month, you only get five scheduled fl flows to run daily, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, it just feels like more price for less functionality. And I really feel like um, there's this, there's a, it feels like there's a plan missing. So it should be like, in, in my opinion, I mm -hmm. don't run Parabola. But it feels like, in, in my opinion, it should be like basic, free, and then sort of a hobbyist enthusiast yep, yep, yep. plan like for, that's a little more palatable. Then jump up to the 80, then the 400. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So that hit me pretty quick of like, oh, man, I do not know if I like this at, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I don't, I don't use Parabola as much or like really at all right now because of what I'm doing with Adalo. I don't get to build as much as I want to, but um, I think $80 a month, like I think of it from my perspective, which is like always a maker perspective of how, how can I afford this on top of like, this is an add on on top of my other tools. I'm happy for Parabola. I, I want you to get your $80 a month. It's just really hard to do that when you're a maker, you're a bootstrapper, you're pulling different stuff together to see if it's going to work. And so I don't know, like Parabola team's awesome. Like this is not any shade on them at all. Um, it's just a lot. Like I feel like if I were to use this, this would be my 
by far my most expensive tool that does important work for me, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. It's very tricky. And so a couple things to, to note here, right? I think like if I was selling a project to a client, um, I could sell the $80 a month as a part of the package because it's like, yeah, I can sell that to a client. But yeah. I, I think you're right for a maker, for somebody who's trying to build something myself, it becomes a little too far for me to be able to reach. Um, you know, now, now I do want to note a couple things. So uh, the first thing I tweeted when this came out was I do not like it. Um, and I want to give some credit to Alex, uh, who, you know, uh, he's the, he's the CEO of, of Parabola, wonderful person, been on the podcast, go back and listen to his interview. Incredible, incredible interview. Um, he reached out and was just like, Hey, would love to hear your thoughts. Right. And so I did convey some of this and he was great. We had a great conversation. Um, I want to, like you said, this is no shit at Parabola at all. In fact, I want to praise their team a little bit right here because I do feel like they've done such a good job engaging in the conversation where people are talking about it and they have really been listening to the community. Like they're, Mm -hmm. they're listening. And so one thing I want to make sure we say here, because in some of the conversations I've seen on Twitter or elsewhere, I don't think I've seen it. um, They are letting people stay on their current credit limit price. Right. So like, these new plans, if you already had a plan, it does not affect you. You're still paying what you were paying, getting the same, you know, pieces you 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 were you were getting. So uh, this doesn't affect existing paying customers. This would be, you know, new uh, pieces. So I, I just want to or new accounts. So I just want to highlight that. I do think it's really cool that the team thought about that. And to me, it seems like they're really considering thinking about what a, a different price point could be for people who maybe are in between free and in that $80 plan. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it, it makes me think of like, also, I feel like we are in a bit of uncharted territory with this whole maker persona that we're introducing to the space in that they are trying different ideas. They're trying different tools. Like, Something may stick and it may hit and they may go forward, but it's a little less predictable than a small business or like just some different things that we have there. And so it makes me think that it's like, I totally agree with you about Alex being outstanding, the Parabola team being outstanding. We had them on um, with in Women's History Month last year too with Saatchi and some members of the design team. Like this is not shade against them. We are happy, happy, happy loving them. It's just a, it, 80 bucks as a month is, is expensive for a maker. And so we have a podcast and we can say that. <laughs> Totally. And it's awesome. It's awesome that they're willing to listen, right? Like, like I said, just so much credit to their team for, for being, being open to, to hearing that. So anyway, Parabola has the new pricing. Would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I think like Lacey said, I'm all for people making money for the tools that they build. I think it's great. And I do think that there's a spot for that plan, um, that $80 plan. And I'd be willing to sell that to a client too, more than willing. So Oh, okay. Um, Hang on. Hang on. I do have to interject here because you did say that and I forgot it. The idea of a freelancer or agency at 80 bucks a month, 
that is like a fantastic, wonderful steal. If I don't have to maintain these things and Parabola does it for me, that pays for itself in emails that your client will send you saying something is broken. Trust me. I promise you that's worth it. Um, I just wanted to point that out. So it's like, I I really don't like coming out ever feeling like we're um, dumping on these companies of some way it's bad. Like, you know what I mean? I just totally highlight that. Totally. Uh, I love Parabola so much. It's one of my favorite tools. So, I mean, still to this day, I have like, you can hit their, their hooks to fire off flows. And I love having my, I have my own personal dashboard that's protected that's full of buttons that I can hit and they run parabola flows for me and it's the greatest. So um, great tool. If you haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. Glide. Glide updated their data editor to use what they call Glide Grid. It's a, it's a grid that they built. It's supposed to make their data editor much, much smoother and a really great experience. And in fact, if you're building a tool, maybe you're listening to this and you don't build with no code, but you're building for no code, their their grid is open source. So you can go get it and use it in your project for free. So definitely go check that out too. Link in the show notes for both of those things. It's pretty neat. Um, Softer has new pricing, custom domains, custom domains on the free plan. I don't know how they're doing that. That's pretty incredible. Um, SEO improvements and more that's out. So link in the show notes if you want to go check that out. But I know there's like, uh, you know, form hidden fields. They have some new blocks and some different things that are definitely there. So link in the show notes. Go check out all the new things from Software in March. They are shipping often and shipping quickly. Uh, lots of new stuff from Software. They're, hold on. They're like going up to like glide status of shipping so much that I'm just like, how are you doing this? And then with the custom domain, I'm like, okay, well you have to buy it. So I don't know, like, 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 how are you doing this? I'm, I'm pumped for them. I'm happy. I just love watching the progression of it. You know, it's so exciting. Yeah. They've got lots of cool stuff happening and, and you're right. I like, they're posting monthly updates. That's like a laundry list of things they're releasing every month. So um, if you haven't checked out Softer, really cool. We actually did an episode on this not far back. Um, and we did provide some feedback on like being able to get user systems on the free plan. That's there now. You can test that out. Custom domains on the free plan. I mean, come on, let's go. Uh, so definitely go check it out. Link in the show notes to go do see those updates. Integromat uh, has launched a new autosave feature. And they also trolled Matt. <laughs> Which I absolutely love. So he's not here to defend himself. We can really go off. So first, let's talk about the feature, the feature itself. So they launched a new autosave feature. So essentially, in in Integromat, when you click into a module and you're like typing something into one of the fields or you click into something, if you're supposed to hit OK and it saves. And if you click out, you would lose that that work that you did. They've actually built in this autosave feature and you can kind of tell it because it's got the, it's an asterisk. It looks like the Walmart logo almost. It like spins on top of the module to show you that something's happening. Um, So like, so that's really cool. So the first thing I want to say is cool feature. When are you going to do the feature I want where I don't have to run your flow 18,000 times? Uh, Like fill, I don't want to fill out a form every time I want to test that flow. That's the one that's the one I'm looking forward to. This is a really cool feature, but I'm looking forward to that other one too. But they did follow this up. And if you're listening to our podcast on a regular basis, 
You know that recently Matt was talking about something he wanted in, in Integrament. So he decided he was going to stay up all night and code his own solution so that he could do some things in browser. Um, he stayed up all night working on it, and the very next day Integromat released the feature. And so he essentially stayed up all night for nothing, which is still a really funny story, by the way. Uh, and so, like a 75 hard challenge. <laughs> uh, if you can't get a hold of Matt, like he's probably working out right now, uh, not, not recording this episode. Uh, I'm, I kid, he's not. There are things that are actually happening, but it's fun to make fun of him. So, uh, they, the Integromat then followed up the announcement of this tweet or this feature, you know, they had the tweet announcing the feature and they followed it up with a tweet that says, Matt, were you working on your own autosave process all night by any chance? <laughs> it's terrific. Kudos to whoever's running the, the Integromat Twitter account. Yes, thank you. Because this is great. I think uh, um, if we ever have any sort of shared space, anything that we could frame this, this these two tweets... And put it up on the wall. I want to do it. Or maybe I'll just set it as like uh, Matt's like picture when he calls or texts or something. Because this is, I, I never want to lose this. And uh, link in the show notes, of course. Yes, where you can go check this out. I'm actually going to set this as my desktop background on my computer. So I can view this on a regular basis. <laughs> Only Matt can get trolled by Integromat. And I love it. Uh, they're probably going to come after us now. But no, this is great. This is just so great. Uh, made me laugh really hard. Uh, and I love this feature. I think it's a great feature and a lot of, it's something a lot of us have wanted for a while. So love this ad, strong work, Integromat team, uh, props to you. Andrew Davidson, who, uh, link in the show notes to his Twitter account. Andrew's a really cool person and he runs uh, a studio called Luhu and the, it's an automation and like Zapier and Integromat Studio, they do a lot of uh, Zapier and Integromat automation work. Uh, we try to cover Zapier things. Zapier news is a little different. Like they have big news sometimes and we cover that. And we talked about, you know, some features that they have coming. We've talked about them purchasing MakerPad. But I think this is really cool. One of the things that they do is they keep, uh, they kind of uh, do a roundup on new apps that are available in Zapier each month. And so link in the show notes if you want to go check out their blog post with everything that's new in Zapier this month. So if you've been waiting for an app to be added to Zapier's, you know, set uh, uh, so you can kind of, or, or app so you can use it, uh, everything new listed there. So link in the show notes to go check that out. Builder HQ, which we're going to be doing a Builder episode soon, talking about Builder First Impressions. We're really excited about this. Um, they're having another Builder Hour on Friday to show, showcase the the Cochina app. Cochina? Co- Cochina, co. I think I'm, you're not from Texas, and this is co- pronounced Cosina. See, I'm terrible. Um, Cosina app. <laughs> this is by Richard Lowe, and, and it's an app that lets you like get all of your recipes in one place. I think that's the whole point of it. Built with Builder, they're going to walk through how that app was built. So, if you're curious how Builder works, how you can create things in Builder, definitely go check this out. So we've reached the portion of the show where I want to talk about some new things that have come out. Um, so I want to start with one called Grid. It is called your, you know, they they call it your spreadsheets best friend. Lacey, have you had a chance to look at this? 
Yeah, I did. Um, you know, we talked about it in Slack a little bit, and I'm really interested. Um, I love visual <laughs> visualization of data, and so I'm thinking how fun this would be. But like, it does so much more than that, and so I'm interested, definitely. And on top of Sheets, which is even better. Love it. It's really cool. It's a way for you to turn your spreadsheets, so Google Sheets. Excel, you can upload them, like whatever. And it gives you visualizations that you can, you know, you kind of build your own dashboard. But not only are they visualizations and charts, they're also interactive. So you can have like controls on the page and sliders. So like the example on their homepage, it's a it's a chart about, um, you know, your annual mortgage payment, debt equity, all that stuff. And you can, talk, you can slide the interest rate up and down and how many years you plan to pay it off. And it, it visualizes everything. It's really incredible um, how smooth the experience this is. And I think if you're building no-code dashboards, what uh, what an incredible tool to, to use. So if you haven't seen it, link in the show notes. Go check it out. If you are using it, would love to hear about your experience with it uh, because I am super, super interested. Now, also new in the no-code world, Cotter. Cotter helps you build uh, no-code passwordless. I, this, I can't, I can't, passwordless is not a word. That's not a real word. Passwordless is not a word, but it's no-code. Well, neither is Cotter. I mean, that's not a word either. <laughs> well, welcome back, Cotter. Or is that different? No, it's different. <laughs> oh. It's the same. Because an otter is there. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Keep, keep it rolling. <laughs> Well, I had I almost had semantic satiation there, like with with passwordless, passwordless. It's lost all meaning. No code, passwordless login for your website, right? So basically, what this means is the way they say it is you can add login to your website in less than fifteen minutes. It's a way for you to um, protect content, but instead of using a password, right? People sign up, they put in their email address, and it just emails them. Like you've seen this with Slack, you get the magic link emailed to directly to you. You click yes. the button, it logs you in, boom. So that way people don't have to have passwords. If you're looking to add that, I mean, they say it works with Webflow, Bubble, Versalead, Notion, uh, a whole bunch, a whole bunch of other uh, tools. So if you, you, they have guides too. So if they want to walk you through, they want to walk you through all of that. They have. Um, you know, a lot of examples. So they were the number one product of the day on Product Hunt um, this past week. So this is a Y Combinator uh, company, and it seems very interesting. I'm curious mm-hmm. to know, like, is this something that I wonder if MemberStack is thinking about doing or Outseta? Out like, are, are, are these tools also going to be tackling this? It makes me curious. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I think it makes me think also of the amount of people that listen to us talk about these different tools. And like, I'm sure there's like some, Oh, I should get this tool, this tool, this tool. Um, And I'm looking at it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is actually like really awesome. And the things that it provides, it's like, Oh, that would be so seamless. That'd be so easy, you know? And so it makes me like want to go get it right now because I feel like it would simplify my life on some things that I'm doing. Um, but it's also, I don't know, I want to I want to sit on it for a minute and see what happens. This is amazing. 
So definitely worth checking out. If you remember Stack Outsetta, you want to talk about your future plans here, we'd love to hear them. Um, feel free to message us. But uh, I am curious about what that looks like. It's a very awesome feature, and I also am like, I think I'm going to sign up and just put it on a Webflow site just so I can see what the experience is like. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty neat. Um, another new tool. This launched right after we released our episode last week, and it's called WeWeb. Um, they launched themselves like their, their tagline is, the new standard in website creation, which is a bold claim, by the way, bold claim. Uh, but this is a pretty cool tool. Essentially, it's a visual editor um, where you can, it's also backed by Y Combinator. So, you know, uh, basically it's another, you know, WYSIWYG visual editor, website builder, you know, uh, that you can work with. They have what they call a world-class visual editor. They have... You know, it, they have collaboration available. So, like, you know, shareable design libraries, multiple people in a project. Um, but one of the things that they do have is it's developer-friendly. So, it's what they say. So, like, um, you're able to connect to GitHub so you can build with your own React and, and Vue.js components. So, if you're somebody who's really into code, this might be something that really, you know, stands out to you, um, you know, uh, forms that are that you build in WeWeb also really easily you know connect to CRMs like HubSpot and Mailchimp, other things, and you can use Zapier to connect to to other pieces as well. So um, they have multilingual support. So it, it looks like a really great tool. I did give it a go. Um, this is not our first impression episode of WeWeb, but I <laughs> I did find I did find myself clicking a ton to change things and some of it did not feel super intuitive when I was working with it. So um, I don't know, Lacey, if you've been able to, to check it out at all um, or give it a go. Um, I was actually just had you muted and I was watching a little bit of the demo video here and um, I'm interested, honestly, it, it has piqued my interest and there are parts of it that I'm like, I don't know, wouldn't, so when you work for a no-code company and you, your interest is no-code, you see so much stuff constantly. And like, so it's taken me a little bit to get past the marketing jargon because like it all makes me want to vomit because they all say they're the leading, the new standard, the new blah, 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 whatever. Um and so it's, I'm, I'm sorry, it does. Like I see so many of these things every day. It's just a lot. And so anyway, so I was looking at it and it made me wonder, like they, they connect to an external database, if I'm not mistaken, but then I'm looking at it more and I'm like, this is like, I like the UI. I think UI is super important, especially in no code because a lot of, um, makers, no coders, whatever we're calling them, um, don't have a background in tech. And so UI UX is so important. And um, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm interested. Like it looks like a softer in a way. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So I want to play around with it, play around with it some more. But it also, if I'm honest, 
Um, it reminded me of your V1. Maybe it's the colors, the branding a little bit. Um, it just kind of struck me as that. So that really means nothing. But I just, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm interested to try it out. Yeah, I, uh, I give it a shot, and I, I, you know, it, it didn't work the way I thought it was going to work. So I do need to sit down and like dive into it. This is one I'd love to do a first impressions on. So like, we're definitely adding, adding it to our list. If you're using it, we'd love to hear about your experience. Share things you've built with it. We'd love to see it. Um, but if you haven't seen it, link in the show notes to go check it out. You know what I think we should do really quick? Not right now, but I think we should do a first impression and maybe do it as a video release and a podcast release so we that people that. can see us, like our mm-hmm. actual like reactions to it. Like we try and build something and see how it goes. I think it'd be interesting. Maybe not. If you're listening and you think it's interesting, let us know. <laughs> We always think it's interesting because it's us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're so judges. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. Link in the show notes. Definitely. Uh, up next. Okay. You're about to hear me go on a rant, people. Um, there is a site that launched. First of all, this I'm going to go on a product hunt rant for a second. Product hunt has these really arbitrary rules and things about what can launch on their site, what they will show. If you're a podcast, they will hide you because they don't consider you a product, which, okay, fair. But if we were to just mail you our show notes each week, we could be considered a product. Um, And so neither here nor there. I just hate that. I hate what they do consider and what they don't consider. But something launched there today, and it really – I did not like it. It's called – <laughs> it's so weird. We don't normally put people on blast on this show, but like I'm gonna do it. Um, it's called We Love No Code. Um, they launched on on uh, Product Hunt, and uh, you know they're live. And I gotta tell you, I'm not a thousand percent sure what they even are. Um, so. Um, I think there there are a couple things. One, they're they're doing uh, they have tutorials listed. I think that's for like SEO purposes, but they're not their tutorials. They're everybody else's tutorials. So like when you look at when you if you go look at their tutorials that are available, it's stuff you've probably seen in the community from some of your favorite makers. That gets me right off the bat. Like I hate when people take other people's content and repurpose it as something that they did, right? Now they're also doing other things. I think what they're doing here is they're selling templates and they're doing development for people. So like we can ask them to do some work, create some things, and then they'll hand it off to you. But, um, and then they have like a no code list. Like this is truly like all over the place. uh, and so I, one, what? And then two, what? And then three, like, why, 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 why steal from other people? Like, this could have been cool with you just selling your stuff without like taking other people's content 
and putting it up there. And I don't know, maybe I'm speaking out of turn. Maybe they spoke to all these people and asked their permission. My guess is probably not. Um, and, and so that just really bugs me because a lot of people put a lot of work into it. If you've created content at all, and most of you who are listening to this, a lot of you probably have, you're part of the community, you've built things for people, you've shared content. It's a lot of work. Just to put together a YouTube video is a lot of work if you're trying to do it right. And so you have all these people who did a lot of work and then just to take their content and put it on your site. And definitely in this case, to uh, I, it's got to be SEO related. I, I'm thinking it's the only way, right? Like they're trying to get. get yeah. Uh, but then they also have this button here. And I want to ask you about it, Lacey. I don't know if you can talk about this. But there's a button that says add a tutorial and get a $300 promo code for a dollar. I knew you were going to do this. Um, and I've been thinking about what to say. I can tell you that um, the, uh, the promo code's probably not going to work. It's probably not a, uh, if I had to guess, um, if, and the thunder rolls. That yeah, I know. Makes it you hear that? I know. I know. Um, it also uh, is a is a point of unhappiness for me. Um, that is an unauthorized use of a promo code that is really not even meant to be used in this way, and I am fairly certain it's not even valid. So um, I don't. I don't like that at all. Time for, me to, also, my time for me to vent now. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 turning back to Ben. I'll save you from having to say more. What in the world are you doing using a promo code as an advertisement that you don't, you can't share? What are, what are you doing? Like this whole thing, people, this whole thing, if you're going to make things great, make great content, make something original, do something that's going to help people. But like this is not the way to go about doing things, right? Like this is like taking other people's content and, and cannibalizing it, you know, uh, having things like this, like get a $300 promo code for writing a tutorial, which clearly I was like, I don't see this as an Adala part partner. Like I was like looking, thinking like, we're not, uh, I, I'll just I, let me I, be clear. We're not, we're yeah, not. Yeah. I was looking on Twitter. I was like, I don't see a Dalo tweeting about this. Um, so I don't know. Uh, this really, it really gets me because, and then products like this, like product, quote unquote product gets the number one listing on, on product hunt um, when it's something like this. So uh, I wanted to rant about this for a second. I'm sorry. This is probably not the reason you listen and you probably don't want to hear a bunch of negative stuff, but I do want to call these things out when I see them. I think it's important like for us just like to, to say it when we see it. And um, so I don't know, this, this really, <laughs> it really, it really frustrated me when I saw it because I know people whose content is on there and it really mm -hmm. frustrated me. Yeah. Um, I, a lot. Um, I appreciate you calling it out. And I know that like you and I both work for no code companies. And so we are limited in some things, not limited, but like just using some, some, I guess, supposed wisdom here of what we should say and not say. Um, 
it's difficult. It's difficult to see it. It's difficult to see it kind of come into the community. And I feel like it's a thing that if you don't know any better that you might think is a good deal, but in reality, it's not like I'm looking at their pricing plan right now. And I can talk about this because this is like totally out in the public, but like you talk about, you know, $9 for your first week, then 1990 a month, or, you know, your different plans. And I just, I just think that that's shady business and I don't like it at all. And I don't want this kind of stuff junking up the community where people think that this is what no code is like a super cheap price for you get all this stuff. And I don't have confidence that this work is any good at all. Totally. Um, and you know, I'm, I hate to like judge other people's attention intentions. So like maybe this was not how it was intended, whatever. Um, you know, and I'm totally willing to like, to, to give like credit, um, to people who maybe just, just didn't know, but like, I don't know, to me, that's like overstepping a line. Don't take other people's content. Don't do stuff like that. Um, if you're going to use other people's stuff, it's really easy to reach out and ask uh, and, and make sure that people are cool. And a lot of times people probably would be right. But um, anyway, especially when you're using it to monetize something for yourself, it just feels really wrong. Um, so wanted to call it, call it out because I think it's, it's important. So if we we're talking about content creators, let's move on to a really positive thing. Aaron Kornblit uh, tweeted that, you know, he's wanting to help content creators improve their process. So there's a link in the show notes to a tweet. Um, and basically Aaron's asking, do you know any content creators that would benefit from improving their processes? And um, he's offering to help for free on the stream. So if you want to go on Aaron's stream, work through something that you need to see, have improved in your own processes. He's totally, Aaron's just great, totally willing to help. His streams are great. If you're not watching them, you're missing out. It's great content. So definitely check it out. Uh, link in the show notes to that tweet um, and make sure you hit him up if you're somebody who could, who could use help or if you know somebody who could. And maybe we need to hit Aaron up for help on scheduling a podcast guest. Please help us, so, Aaron. Please. Since we're so awful. Uh, okay. Uh, cardboard uh, ord is, I always say, <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world. When I say card, so card is a great website builder. I mean, no shade to them, but they have the extra R in there. And I'm always like card uh, because I don't know, the extra R makes me want to really just emphasize it. There's a new product out called cardboard uh, with the extra R that is a template store for card. So if you're somebody who's into using card as a, as a, website builder, but you're like, I wish I had something that looked a little sharper, a little better. Um, you can use cardboard and they're, I mean, I love the title too. kick-ass card templates ready out of the box. So, um, high quality templates. So they have their first one up. It's maker. You go sign up for card, pick your template, uh, tweak and launch, and you can buy these through uh, Gumroad, which we talked about in the last episode, but definitely go check this out. It is a uh, it's a great service, and if you're somebody who's into card and you're looking for a little help to make sure your card site looks great, this is going to be a site for you. Definitely want to go give it a look. I think we need to do an episode sometime on what we can build in card because, like, we talked about it quite a bit, like 
three to six months ago. I feel like it was in like so many of our regular updates. And it really, or I guess I haven't seen it uh, get that much like attention lately, but it's such a great no-code tool. And it is my go-to website tool to recommend to anyone who's just getting into it, trying to figure it out. Um, I want to keep it in the conversation because I think it's such a good tool. Totally agree. Um, and that's probably something we need to revisit. Um, and talking about that, it makes me think of, it makes me think of, I would love to see us also do some builds where we build the same thing in some of these different builders and talk about, yeah, like get a Figma template, build it in card, build it in Webflow, build it in some of these newer tools, build it in Bubble, um, and then talk about what it looks like across all of those. Um, so maybe that's something we'll do. Hit us up on Twitter if you think that's a good idea. The other thing I would love to hear your thoughts on, um, Matt thinks I look like uh, <laughs> like a, a very popular uh, developer named Jason who works at Netlify. Uh, he posted a funny tweet about how we look like one another, but it did make me, uh, Jason streams, by the way, great streams if you're into and, and has these courses that are really great if you're into coding. Uh, but it did make me think too. Another thing I would love for us to do is to build something, have somebody who's an inch build it with an engineer, build it with like code and us build it with a no code tool and uh, just compare the processes. I think it'd be fun. So if you're somebody out there who is code first, you want to do this with us, let us know. I'd love to hear from you. Um, we'll pick something cool and we'll, uh, we'll like, you know, tag team up in a stream and, uh, and work on building some, some fun stuff. So I would Let love to. I, I want this to happen. Like, yes, this would be so fun. I will not be participating in the build, but I will watch. This would be amazing. <laughs> so let us know. We'd love to do it. But that is our no code update. It actually was a really long one. So it's probably better that we did have something happening <laughs> today. Probably better that we totally screwed up. You know, um, it makes me think maybe like I always think Matt is the chatty one of the group and maybe it's not maybe it's the two of us maybe we're the ones that make it go forever um, <laughs> no 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 matt's not here he gets the no, blame it's matt it is matthew <laughs> matt, matthew Vargas. you you really disappoint us sometimes and we don't know any other way to tell i'm i joke <laughs> us and your parents i don't know <laughs> Uh, it's so fun to uh, to trash Matt when he's not here. We're we're good friends, I swear. Yeah, we I all love like, each other. <laughs> I feel like we should maybe add like a thing at the end of like we we tease each other and we play hard on this podcast. We are really good friends outside of this. All of us, we text each other. Like we know what's going on in our personal lives. Um, it, but it's very fun to to rag on each other for sure. But we do love each other, I promise you, and we would do anything for each other. Yeah, it's fun because sometimes people are like, "You should lighten up and give Lacey and Matt a break." I'm like, "What? <laughs> Me? <laughs> if you only saw the conversations, <laughs> I'm the victim most of the time here." People, all right, people. Thanks for listening. Really enjoyed having you, and we will catch you next week, hopefully, with a proper episode. Catch you later. Adios. Bye. Thanks for listening to visualdev.fm. You can find us on your favorite social media platform at visualdev.fm. 